the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. A lot of clouds, some sun breaking through at times. Nice day, 79 the high, down to 58 tonight. Cloudy, maybe a shower tomorrow, especially later in the day. Tomorrow's high, 80. Phillies lost 11-1 to Cincinnati yesterday. They play again at Cincinnati this evening at 7-10. Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phils. Last night after the game on uh, Zoom, Phillies manager Joe Girardi talking about the team's struggles lately. You know, we showed fight in Miami, you know, end up splitting that series. I mean, Tampa, we, we had a chance to win a couple games. They're playing as well as anyone. We just got behind the eight ball early today. You know, we kept getting runners on. We just didn't get hits with runners in scoring position, but I don't think anyone was giving it bats away. I still think they were grinding. I mean, we need to turn it around. And I know we're missing some guys, but other teams are missing guys too. We just need to play better. I mean, we need to do all three uh, facets of the game better. And um, now we're putting ourselves in a tough spot. Billy's first base and Reese Hoskins describing the feeling in the clubhouse and the overall outlook. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, there's probably some times where it's obvious that we're frustrated, right? Like nobody, nobody likes to go through stretches like this, but that's, that's kind of part of a, a long season. I think especially early on with some struggles early on, it's been a little hard to shake the, the feel of a 60 game sprint that we had last year. And there's probably a little bit of, of earlier, I don't want to say panic, but there's just a little earlier worry that I think maybe we've had as a group or guys have had individually that might not have happened in the past. That's something that we got to shake, right? And I don't even what are we're 52 games in, 53, 54. We got a lot of a lot of baseball left. And especially in the Northeast and in Philly, right? When 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 the summer months come, we get some guys back, we get some guys, you know, feeling more like themselves, we're gonna score some runs. We just got to weather the storm right now. It's It's been tough. We got a lot of guys that, that are working really hard and still preparing day in and day out. So I think if we just continue on that and, and try to work as hard as we can, it's one thing that something is going to happen. Some big moment is going to happen. It's kind of just going to click because that's usually how it goes. So frustrated for sure, but you know we're still working our butts off and it's going to change. Philly's first baseman, Reese Hoskins, and Philly's starting pitcher, Vince Velasquez, who's been pitching well lately, but not last night or yesterday. Uh, adding to that theme. You know, I mean, it's it's tough when all your weapons aren't working. Spiking the changeup and then, you know, got Suarez out with a curveball. Uh, but, you know, these guys are very aggressive and, you know, they're, they're going to hurt you when you're not being effective. You're not you're not attacking the zone and it just seemed like I was all over the place today. So, you know, again, just like you said, I had a solid month, but, you know, you're going to have one of those games where you have to kind of just swallow by the bullet and, you know, keep going. That's Vince Velasquez of the Phils. Again, they play at Cincinnati again tonight at 7-10. I like listening to the manager and the players talk because there's 
there's some parallels. I love sports, and not everybody does, but I, I still think you can learn as especially a, you know, these uh, teams have long seasons and there's there's stuff just like life. Sometimes there are long stretches or stretches where you have to kind of weather the storm and and uh, keep trying, doing your best, and moving forward with the next thing in front of you. And then hopefully things do turn around. Of course, in light of our walk with God, we can trust that He's in charge of our whole lives, no matter what's going on. Uh, but I, I, you know, there's a lot of, and there are. You look in Scripture, there are a lot of athletic references and running with running the race with perseverance, as it talks about in Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, on the other side of things, the Sixers, who've been doing well lately, lost as well. 122-114 to Washington. Joel Embiid left the game in the first quarter with a sore knee. They still have a three games to one lead with game five. Tomorrow night at seven, they'll be home for that. Uh, Sixers head coach Doc Rivers after last night's loss. It was more self-inflicted, honestly. thought we had great matchups. We just over-dribbled too much, you know. I think the one time, you remember, I think you had an Ishmael at half court, trying to back him down from half court. That, you got to move the ball and reposition yourself and then go to the post, you know. I thought we were offensively very impatient. I thought of the four games, it was the first game where each guy was trying to will the game uh, for us. You know, when you have 12 block shots, at some point you're taking pretty bad shots. No one should have 12 block shots in a game. Uh, and they did. And a lot of that was shot selection for us tonight. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers, Tyrese Maxey of the Sixers uh, so far, wondering what is what is he thinking about this series with Washington? I think this is pretty much exactly what I expected. I mean, we were blessed to have fans come back in the building. So you can see kind of the crowds, uh, you know, the home crowd in Wells Fargo and then like the hostile crowds here in the Wizards Arena. So, you know, it's been great. It's been cool to see like the chess matches between the coaches, how we, you know, mix up schemes and how we change things uh, game by game. And it's crazy playing the same opponent over and over and over again. So it's like pretty fun. I like that music, Victoria. Hey, whatever was going on in the background there. Hey, they love playing that music, especially during the shoot arounds, I've noticed. <laughs> a little head bobbing going Having on. Having fun in the background, yep. These Zoom calls, actually, I used to cover the games and go down to the practices. And to be honest, while I missed that in-person interaction, and I know you had that when you worked at the Eagles for a while, I don't mind these Zoom calls because, honestly, I can still, like, have dinner with my family, put the kids in bed, and then uh, if I have my PJs on, I can throw a shirt over top and sit in a Zoom call, you know? Right, exactly. So there's that convenience that you don't really have to travel there. But, you know, I I, yeah. I can imagine missing the human interaction. Yeah, yeah. There's there's, there's a, you know pros and cons to each, but we're glad at least you have good rapport with the, the Philly teams. We'll be bringing some Eagles and Flyers uh, audio to you, you know, over the course of the year. We sometimes have the players themselves on, too. But it's nice to have a, a taste of Philadelphia that way with our program. Um, looking forward very much to having Adam Holtz on with us. Adam is uh, the director for Plugged In, which is the ministry of Focus on the Family, which airs on the radio here each weekday morning at 7. You're probably well familiar with that program. But Focus on the Family does a lot more than just the radio side of things. And Adam, uh, we've had him on before. I guess it was in January of last year. Basically, what he does is he watches movies for a living and TV shows and all kinds of other content and helps sort things out. So if you are trying to make sense of what's out there, What's good? What's acceptable? Uh, perhaps help you think through what you're watching and or what your kids are watching. Adam's good about that. Has a wealth of knowledge. So we're going to dive into some of the movies, especially with the summer coming here. A lot of movies are starting to pop back up in theaters, including ones that were going to be in theaters before, but got delayed. Adam's very plugged in, hence the title of, i uh, actually been doing this for many years. But PluggedIn.com is where you can find out more about it. 
Adam himself will be chatting with us and explaining about the movies and the work that they do. I know for me as a parent, I'm always looking for suggestions and ideas and context and having Adam's help and the staff there is well um, is well received and I'm glad to have it this past weekend. In fact, we used Plugged In to help us make a decision on whether or not to watch a film with one of our kids. So Adam will join us in just a little bit. That and much more on the way. Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. Toby Max latest is called help is on the way. Maybe midnight sent an email to his manager earlier today asking to see if we could get the gentleman who actually did the video. The song is great on its own, I think. But when you see the video, it just takes on a completely new level. Very powerful. Highly recommend taking the three minutes right to the very end of the video. And you'll, you'll see why. But all along the way, I've watched the video at least 50 times, maybe 100. And it's just uh, got a lot going for it. Let's put it that way. And I would love to hear the backstory to putting that video together and constructing it. So we'll see if we can get that uh, gentleman to join us. I'm not even sure what his name is. I remember hearing it once and I forgot what it is. But I want to have him on. Chris Matthews, former host of MSNBC. Remember that show Hardball with Chris Matthews? He has a new book out. He'll be joining us in the next day or two. T.J. Farrell from the Phillies will be joining us. They have a big auction going on right now with uh, several dozen amazing, fun items you can bid on. And um, Michael Higgins, who also, you'll know, he's been like everything, one, even if it's just one episode over the years, including the new Save by the Bell, the restart of that. He'll be joining us, too. He's host of a new show on Game Show Network, GSN. And that's just a few of the guests we have lined up and ready to go. So we're looking forward to that over the course of this week. And as we get further into June, but that all said, very glad now, as I mentioned before the break to bring on from focus in the families plugged in Adam Holtz. How you doing, Adam? I'm good, Tim. How are you doing? Good. You know, we made our, I guess our, our uh, initial acquaintance January of last year. I think you were just yeah. transitioning right yep. in, into a more full-time full-blown role with uh, plugged in and the rate of the radio work side. Yeah. The radio work side. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. And then things changed a little bit in the world. Oh man, it's been crazy. <laughs> Take a minute. It's been crazy for everybody, no matter what you're doing. <laughs> well, for those who missed that conversation, it was you know a year and change ago. Uh, take a minute, share about the work you do in general, and then yeah. what that was like this last year and and change. Because uh, I'm I'm guessing it it got busier or at least a lot different with people not going out to a theater per se. Yeah. Well, I'm the director of Plugged In, and Plugged In is focused on the family's media discernment website. We review movies, music, TV, video games, books, YouTube channels, and technology. And our goal is to give parents everything they need to make a good decision about what's appropriate for their family in terms of entertainment and technology, and also to equip you and to encourage you with a biblical worldview. So, I mean, in addition to just, you know, how much content does a certain show or game or, or movie have in it? We want to help people begin to think in a biblically and critically oriented way toward what we're consuming and how it's shaping us and how it may be shaping your kids. 
So that is what Plugged In is about. In a nutshell, we publish about 25 pieces of content across various platforms each week. Movies are our bread and butter, and obviously with COVID, uh, things were pretty crazy. Um, I mean, one of the things that happened was obviously a ton of, of big blockbuster tent poles got pulled, and you know those are still rolling out at this point. Um, you know, Black Widow was supposed to have come out more than a year ago, and we're still looking forward to it here in a few weeks. Um, but you know, the other thing that started to happen was we began to see companies say this thing's not ending anytime soon, so they began to look for streaming options. So Disney Plus and Warner teamed up with HBO and on HBO Max to release concurrently, perhaps in theaters or just a premium streaming option for a bunch of different things. And the studios, I think, did that with bated breath, but they didn't have much choice. So we have been doing a lot of streaming stuff. We've been doing more TV. There's certainly no shortage of content, and that's true now, too, as theaters begin to reopen and those blockbusters they've been saving up are finally hitting theaters. So I think it's going to be an incredibly busy summer, Tim. (laughs) I bet. I bet. Well, on that front... Uh, let's jump to the theater a little bit for a moment. You mentioned yeah. uh, Black Widow, and there are several other films that are either out or going to be out. And are you seeing, by the way, um, any, you know, to the extent that your work involves this, uh, kind of a, a move that direction, at least uh, people wanting to get out and a chance to be back in a theater, have their yeah. overpriced popcorn in hand? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think people are hungry for overpriced popcorn. Um, I, I mean, I don't have any firsthand evidence, but uh, if you look at the box office, just from this last weekend with uh, Cruella and A Quiet Place 2. I mean, A Quiet Place 2, they thought might do $30 million over the four-day holiday, and it did like 68. Um, wow. So people, I think, are are ready for normalcy. And um, certainly there are going to be some that either still have concerns or they've just gotten used to the giant 4K screen in their basement and they don't want to pay movie prices. But yeah. but I think people want to get back and, and experience movies again. And certainly the box office from this last weekend seems to be indicating uh, a robust appetite to get things back to normal, Tim. Well, you know, Adam, if you get that $8 or $9 popcorn and you at least get a couple refills, it gets cheaper as you go, right? That's right. But, you know, taking like, you know, here they have, they give you a plastic tub that you can bring back. And I'm like, Ooh. Well, that was before COVID, actually. Probably you can't even do that now. But, yeah, if yeah. you get the free refill, your uh, your dollar cost average goes down. I yeah, think. yeah. Even if your cholesterol goes up with all the... Uh, right, right. They should give you aspirin at the same time, right? <laughs> going to take a quick break and then want to delve into a batch of new movies. Adam Holes, our guest with us, focusing the family's plugged in. Got a lot of good insight to share. That's coming up in just a moment. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 429, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. A lot of clouds, a little sun the rest of the afternoon. Nice day, 79 the high. Cloudy at night, low 58. Still kind of cloudy tomorrow. Might get a shower and a high of 80. Bills lost 11-1 to Cincinnati last uh, night. I guess it was just yesterday. Uh, they're at Cincinnati this evening at 7-10. Aaron Nola on the mound for the Bills. The Sixers losing 122-114 to Washington. Uh, they're playing tomorrow night. I guess it is game five. Still up three games to one. They'll be at home. In our Bible League, got to mention at the top of the hour, we went into the weekend 2,200. 
Bible's down. Uh, that was the goal, I should say. We had 2086, just 114 shy of the goal. Heading into the weekend, just got the update a little earlier. 2,655 blew by the goal by 455 Bibles. Fantastic. Thank you to everybody who helped out over the course of the month of May. Uh, the number is still up there and the, the website if you, on our homepage. If you want to help, if you meant to over the weekend, never did, it's still good to do. We'll, we'll be taking that down in a few days, but it's still on our site. Open the Floodgates Bibles for Africa. $5 Bibles where you're talking about that. And uh, you can also call 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD if you want to still chip in as we send Bibles to 12 different countries in Africa. So uh, that said, if you're just tuning in, we're glad to have as a guest today Adam Holtz. He's with Plugged In focus on the family's media discernment website. And now I want to uh, talk some specifics and help us out here regarding new movies. Uh want to get your take, Adam. Uh, uh, Cruella, I think, is out now? In, in... It is, yeah. Okay, I've seen yep. the ads for that. Uh, you mentioned Black Widow. Take the floor for a few minutes and talk about yep. whatever films are, you know, people might want to get some practical info on. Yep. Let me start with Cruella and Quiet Place 2 because those are both out and we had seen those and reviewed them. Cruella, obviously, is Disney's latest live-action backstory, reboot, origin story, whatever you want to call it, for one of its famous villains, Cruella de Vil, from 1961's 101 Dalmatians. Um, in some ways, it does create sympathy for her, but as she sort of gets fixated on revenge for the bad things that happened to her, uh, it makes looking bad, it makes being bad look good. And... I felt like this film was a disappointment. It it really was thin uh, theologically and philosophically. At least with Maleficent, for example, there was some genuine character redemption. We really don't get that here. So it looks stylish and it's entertaining at a very superficial and saccharine level. But I think there are some big problems with sort of making vengeance look good. Uh, Quiet Place 2, of course, is a sequel to the 2018 hit about blind aliens that invade they can't see, but their hearing is really good. And if you're about to have a baby, like Emily Blunt's character was at the beginning of that movie, it's a bad thing to have aliens that hunt by sound. So this is a, a horror sci-fi thriller about trying to stay alive. And uh, if you like the first one, my guess is you'll enjoy this one. Uh, if uh, blind, really good hearing aliens that look like spiders attacking is not your thing, probably you're not going to like this one either. Maybe not a a date night movie or Valentine's, probably something. Well, you know, it depends on your relationship, right? You know, if you like that kind of movie, it's intense. And and it's actually got some great things to say about family and sacrifice and just being willing to do anything you need to to keep your family alive. But again, you know, at the end of the day, this is a movie about giant spider aliens killing people. So that's... You know, plus Emily Blunt. There's only so many ways you can dress that up. Uh, Exactly, exactly. Adam Holzman, focusing on the family and uh, director of Plugged In. Pluggedin.com, by the way. Folks can get the reviews for Cruella and The Quiet Place 2 there. Is that right at the moment? That's correct. Okay. And I'm sorry, you were going to say something? I was interrupting you. No, I was just going to do a speed round through a couple more if if we got a little bit of time. Sure. Uh, In the Heights comes out June 11th. That's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ah, Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, latest musical based on a Broadway play um, about life in Washington Heights in New York City. Um, You know, he's a great songwriter. This will be PG-13. It's going to have some content. Uh, Luca is Pixar's next film. It comes out June 18th. It's going to be streaming on Disney+. And this is really a celebration of friendship between two young boys in Italy. And, 
their secret, and the Pixar angle is they're actually sea monsters posing as young boys, wanting to get a taste of human culture. Uh, there's been some buzz already about is this a pro-gay kind of story, and the filmmakers come out and just categorically denied that and said, you know what, this is a movie that's prepubescent. It's not about romance at all. It's about the innocence of friendship. So mm. that's what, what the filmmaker has had to say about some of that speculation. Uh, F9, which is not the function key on your computer, but the ninth Fast and Furious movie, shows up June 25th. Uh, if you like Dominic Toretto and Vin Diesel, who plays him, doing insane things with cars and his whole crew, they're almost superhero movies at this point. I mean, if you've seen the last couple, you know what to expect here. They're, they're like James Bond on steroids and nitrous oxide all mixed together. Um, and those will be solidly PG-13. Uh, it'll, it'll be one that has some violence and some sexuality and, and a fair bit of profanity, but they know who their audience is and they're serving up and on another dish of that, uh, Black Widow comes out July 9th in theaters and on Disney Plus as a premium rental for 30 bucks. And this is the backstory on one of uh, Marvel's kind of new, not new, she's been around a long time, but I think before the Avengers, she wasn't sort of an A-list hero. Um, but uh, if you like Black Widow, you can find out all about her uh, her really violent Russian past. That's where we're going here. And Marvel's been very consistent. You know, you've got comic book violence. You've got a bit of profanity and a bit of sensuality. Again, solidly in PG-13 territory. So uh, i got a few more, but let me pause and take a break there and see if you have any thoughts on those. I actually do, and you have perfect timing. We have a short break to take. We'll come back. Uh, I'll share those thoughts with you and also get your take on more summer releases. Adam Holtz, our guest, director of Plugged In, a media discernment website in conjunction with Focus on the Family. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation with Adam going. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 437, the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thank you for tuning in. Adam Holtz with... Uh, Plugged in from Focus on the Family, our guest, going through some summer films that are just in theaters now or about to come out, going through a plethora of them. And before we kind of continue with that, just to um, point you to the site, PluggedIn.com is the site. When you get there, each of these films, as well as the other platforms like uh, YouTube and music and games and books and TV that Plugged In does, they have uh, the title of the film. Uh, rating and genre and uh, plot and overview and different aspects to the film to kind of break it down objectively. And of course, uh, Adam, people are going to, you know, view view these things differently, the films and what they want to watch or what, what they would think is okay to watch and all that. Uh, how do you, because you're kind of the gateway there, talk about how you approach viewing the film in the first place as you get ready to you know, take notes, do you watch it a couple of times, do you just kind of go with the flow, or do you have pen and paper in hand right away and, and go for it? I would say we approach it almost like a sociologist. It's it's a very clinical experience because um, all of us on our team, we've got five of us on our team, and we all review movies. I've done almost a 1,000 movies since 2004. Hmm. Um, I write basically as fast as I can. And in the course of a movie, I'll take 50 to 75 pages of notes. 
Um, and so it, when I get done, the thing I liken it to is running like a track meet or a marathon or a half marathon or maybe a 5K in my case. <laughs> Let's not give myself too much credit. But I'm trying to capture content. And in a perfect world, I would love to see everything we do twice because we do our very best with screenings. And, and before COVID, we would always go to theaters and have press screenings or pre-release screenings. So you got one shot to get it. During COVID, we've been getting screeners from uh, studios more frequently. And that is, uh, I think, ultimately really good for um, our reviews because you can pause it. But if you're a detail guy like me, if I have a screener, it might take me five or six hours to watch a movie because I'm pausing it. I'm making notes. Yeah. So it's a really different experience if I actually have a screener versus the sort of speed round, uh, you know, real time experience if we go to do it in theaters. Okay. So well, that's how we approach it. Yeah. And along with that, then I just carry it through. Then after you've taken all those notes, you're trying to present your thoughts. Do you feel like folks who come to plugged in, uh, dot com, they are looking to you, uh, a, you know, a for the info, give me the facts and I'll decide versus they kind of want to say, well, what does Adam actually, what does Adam think? I kind of really, yeah. I, I see this, but what, where are you taking me on this? That, yeah, that, you yeah. know, I think it's I think it's some of both, Tim. Like, I think uh, we have three of us that have all been writing for 15 years plus, and we have really distinct voices. The way we write is different. And we're trying to objectively capture the content. So hopefully if two of us saw the film, we would capture, you know, as much of that content as objectively as we possibly could. But there is obviously a bit of subjectivity in what we do with that and how we offer perspective insight, you know, sometimes depending on the film and its content, we'll go into some sort of a, a biblical teaching or just, you know, here's how this compares with scripture. Uh, other times it may be, yeah, this is where this film led me and this is how I responded. It's not really about what I think or what Paul thinks or Bob or Emily or Kristen our five reviewers, but if you read enough of those people's reviews individually, you will notice that there's a voice there. We're not trying to write like robots. Um, And filmmaking, watching a film is a fundamentally objective thing, even if we're trying to to capture that content as objectively as we possibly can. Okay. Yeah. It's a a fundamentally subjective thing. Is that what you meant? Or objective? Well, uh, object, I mean, we try to catch it. We try to capture the content objectively. I mean, yes. it's subjective. So, no, yep. Right, right, right. Okay, right. I just want to clarify. Uh, and then, then uh, practically speaking, I know that every now and again, I'll go to the site. In fact, this past weekend, uh, my wife and our almost 11-year-old were going to look for something to watch. And they uh-huh. asked me a note, and I looked it up, and I was like, uh, yeah. mm, <laughs> mm, uh, no, I don't think so, guys. And it was very helpful for me. It was an older film, I, I'm like a few years back. So there's yeah. that whole archive of, of films people can look to as well, which is roughly how many how many are in the bank if people want to go and check that. Oh plugged man, in. <laughs> it's a lot. I think there are four or five thousand. I mean, we've been wow. We started the website in 1999, and even at that point, we imported some stuff that we had in print before that. Okay. So that's a lot. Really, everything from 2000 on, if it was a big movie, should be there. Okay. Well, and then, so then the practical question does come with some of these newer films, and maybe you could share a couple more new ones too before I wrap up. Uh, the, if people are looking for lead time, how much generally do you have when it comes to newer films? Uh, you mentioned getting the, the screeners ahead of time and all yeah. that. Yeah. 
it's changed a little bit. Um, I mean, usually the bigger the film, the tighter the security is. So if you're talking a Disney movie or a Star Wars movie or, you know, Avengers movie, something like that, it's rare that we see it more than two or three days before release date. So everything comes out on Thursday night now for the most part with big movies. And so we might see something at, you know, one o'clock on a Monday afternoon or a Tuesday night. That would be pretty typical. And usually they will give us what in the industry is called an embargo, which is when they say we can publish a written review uh, and sometimes if they feel like it's a good movie, there isn't much of an embargo and we can publish, you know, a week or two before something comes out if we see it that early. More generally speaking, the embargo is relatively close to the release date. Okay. Um, at least what the ones that they give us. Sometimes I think, well, those people got a review published. They must have had a different embargo, and I don't know. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it seems like other outlets maybe get a little preferential treatment. <laughs> Um, and I think that we're changing in that more and more outlets are publishing stuff even before the week something comes out. And so we don't want to confuse people. It's like, oh, you know, here's our review, but it's not out for two weeks. Um, but by the same token, we want to get that information as fast as we reasonably can. Okay. Uh, so if we have the ability to do it, we'll do it as early the week something comes out as possible. That's that's our sort of typical approach. Adam Holtz is our guest. He is director of Plugged In, which is the media discernment website in conjunction with Focus on the Family. A program, of course, airs on WFL each weekday morning at 7, but they do a lot more than just the radio ministry. A lot of other things, too, including Plugged In. More details about it at PluggedIn.com. Talk about movies, TV, YouTube, video games, and a lot of other things, and helping you kind of sort through all that as you try to raise your kids and uh, honor God yourself. We'll wrap up our conversation with Adam in just a couple of moments here. It's Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thank you for spending time with us today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 447, the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thank you for listening in today. Our guest, Adam Holtz, he's the director of Plugged In. They review film and TV and YouTube and games and music and all sorts of things to help you sort through uh, what you're you know, going to be reading or listening to from a biblical perspective. Pluggedin.com is where you can get info on that. Uh, and just on a specific side, as we wrap up our conversation, Adam, want to, I guess, get some more specific films as summer is approaching. It's kind of the idea of having you on to talk about entertainment choices that are popping up. And um, I guess we did uh, Cruella. We talked about A Quiet Place 2. Uh, what else? There's Luca, uh, Black Widow. What's yep. left? We got point? Space Jam, which is if you saw Space Jam with uh, Michael Jordan back in the day, this one is with LeBron James. So LeBron James plays basketball against cartoons with cosmic consequences at stake um hoping that they don't uh try to throw too many wink wink nod nod you know illusions in there but yeah. hopefully it's not any worse than that and that comes out july 16th in theaters and on hbo max snake eyes gi joe origins uh pretty self-explanatory a new uh, gi joe movie uh comes out july 28th in theaters uh, Jungle Cruise is Disney's next big live-action movie. That comes out July 30th. And, you know, just like they did, you might have thought, how on earth could they turn Pirates of the Caribbean into a movie? Well, they had no problem turning it into five of them. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the same thing with Jungle Cruise, which is uh, Emily Blunt and The Rock, I believe. Um, and then uh, Respect, which is Aretha Franklin's story, 
comes out August 13th. And I expect that to be pretty gritty because uh, Jennifer Hudson is playing her. She's amazing. Uh, Aretha Franklin had a crazy life. So uh, we'll have to see what the rating on that is. But I think if you're into that kind of story, uh, and obviously she was a person of of deep faith and some really horrible things happened to her too. So I'm actually looking forward to that one. And that when is that one again? August? That's August 13th. 13th. Okay. Man, you know, as you're talking, Adam, it, uh, it comes to mind uh, very briefly that you know, you are reviewing. I think of it as a parent. I'm 52, and I have three. Yep. How many kids? Five kids. You have three, right? And I'm 51, and mine are 10, 12, and 14. Okay. So we're right in the same zone. Yeah. And so I have a. I'm. I look to plugged in primarily for that. Although, yeah. to be fair, I don't want to expose myself to things that I don't need to, or even if it's just a waste of time. But also, I don't want to be sitting there uncomfortably, like for an, after a while, like man, they're really taking the Lord's name in vain a lot in this movie, right. or whatever it might be. So um, just maybe you could share the the mission of Plugged In regarding that focus. Is it primarily designed to help parents with their kids, but then also others as well, singles, individuals, and, and fa- yep. parents? Or, yeah. That's exactly right. Parents are really the, the bullseye of our audience, that we want to equip parents. But we also know that, you know, if you're interested in a review of Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, hopefully you're not watching, you know, reading that review to see if it's appropriate for your 12 year old. So um, obviously if we're reviewing R rated or M rated movies or TV, um, we're doing so with an adult audience in mind there. And, you know, we have a lot of people say, well, why do you even bother, you know, doing that stuff? Isn't it self evident that you shouldn't be watching that? And on one hand you could say yes. And on the other hand, not all R-rated or M-rated shows and movies are created equal. You know, you can get an R rating for three F-words, or you can be Wolf of Wall Street and have 550. You know, that's a different experience. Right. So, again, there, there is, even within those ratings, there's a gradation of content with language and violence and sexuality and drug use. And so different people have different thresholds of what they feel like they're able to consume without it adversely affecting them. And so, yeah, yeah, we definitely want to give all of those people you mentioned everything they need to make a good decision for themselves too. No, it's funny, Adam, my brother, Bob used to work for focus years ago. Oh yeah. And, uh, one of the things he talked about, he used to do a little seminar, uh, go around and tour with as far as focus. And he he told a little story about going to see Patton with my dad. Uh-huh. And I think Patton has a lot of, you know, swearing it and all that. And I guess being in the yes. military lend itself to that perhaps. And my brother says he remembers sitting there thinking how he was embarrassed. Like he thought my dad had never heard those words before. <laughs> yeah. And then he went on to say, he realized that my dad didn't get all, all up, up about it, but he used it as an opportunity to have a conversation with my brother uh, that went out to eat afterwards and talked about that. And so not that you need to necessarily subject your, your kids to uh, heavy stuff, uh, right. to have a conversation. But I think but com- combined with the idea of just, uh, I say on this show, Jesus you know, died for the sins of the whole world. And so sometimes right. I find myself willing to, uh, you know, I don't want to say expose myself to stuff that I normally wouldn't just go for on my own, but be willing to be around a, a bit, be aware of so I can have yeah. a, uh, like, like the reviews you often have a, like you mentioned earlier, like this, this, this story has a redemptive value in it in terms of friendship or values or, or I don't know, whatever you're looking for ways to kind of build that bridge and see some good in something that, you know, maybe it'll lead yeah. somewhere eventually. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the ratings are a thumbnail sketch of what a secular group of people think 
is appropriate content for certain age groups. And honestly, I've seen plenty of PG-13 movies and thought, I wouldn't want an 18-year-old to see this stuff because it's so foul. Yeah. And you might see an R-rated movie that has enough content to drift into that area, that rating criteria, but is a lot more redemptive. And uh, so I think for, for us, we think of ratings as a jumping-off point, and you need to do your research if you're interested in something on, well, why did it get that rating? And, you know, who needs to really be thinking about the content that earned that rating? Uh, there's a lot of raunchy comedies out there that are still PG-13 that I think, uh, that's much worse than maybe a war movie, like you were saying, that has some, some violence and language in a realistic depiction of war. But you might be able to have a terrific conversation about the reality of war afterwards. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's all about where you're at personally and, and doing the work ahead of time to know whether this is a good choice for you or not. Well, we can end on that note, Adam, as I want to thank you for the work that you do. Folks, just tuning in, Adam Holtz, our guest. He's the director of Plugged In, PluggedIn.com, where you can find all kinds of movie reviews as well as TV and other platforms, including YouTube, to help you sort through. Uh, You're not taking the place of – you're not taking my job for me, but you're making it easier for me to sort through and then continue on. It's hard. You know, it's hard to be a parent, right? So, So thank you for doing what you're doing. You bet, Tim. Thanks so much for taking time to talk today. Yeah, and greet the others for us as well. And uh, if folks want to keep uh, up on what's going on, just PluggedIn.com, right? And they can keep up as best as possible through that. Yep, and we're, as you said, a ministry of focus on the family. Very good. Thank you, Adam. Have a great rest of your day. I will do it. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Adam Holtz, director of Plugged In. Again, PluggedIn.com on the Tim DeMoss Show as we come down the home stretch of the program. Love hearing from him. He's just able to run through all those movies, like a dozen of them. Uh, a couple that are already out, like Cruella, and then others that are coming over the next couple of months and give some insight. So we're glad to have Adam on the program and hope we can tap into his insight again. You're certainly able to do that in terms of the written uh, form of that. Adam actually used to write for, I think, Plugged In Magazine for many years and has been uh, more recently focused on this uh, the site itself, which, again, I think you'll find very, very helpful, PluggedIn.com for that. So uh, as we come down the last couple minutes of the program today, Thought it would be appropriate just to say a couple thank yous to folks and congratulations, if you will, uh, since we are now on, uh, I guess, the 1st of June. So the month of May has concluded. want to congratulate and uh, say hey to Kathy in Plymouth Meeting, William in Westchester, Virginia in Feasterville, Amy in Princeton Junction, New Jersey, and Dan in Philadelphia. They all won Greg Laurie's brand new book, Billy Graham, The Man I Knew. We gave copies of that away to those folks. They entered the contest last month. Thanks to all who entered. And our Ministry of the Month with Alistair Begg and Truth for Life, which was our Ministry of the Month for May, we had uh, Alistair's new book out as well uh, that we were giving away all month long. And uh, the folks who won that, Lee and King of Prussia, Carrie and Smyrna, Delaware, Jen and Phoenixville, Ed Marilyn and Marlton, Tracy and Mount Laurel, John and Wrightstown, Kenneth and Langhorn, Patricia and Philly, Karen and Philly, Doris Jenkintown, Henry and Kenneth Square, Gregory and Philly, Paul and Philly, Sherry and Springfield, Michelle and Drexel Hill. This is a lot of prizes. It's a lot of uh, packaging up of things, but we like giving stuff away. Ronald and Bristol, Joseph and Marlton, Barb and Cinnamonson, Linda and Warrington, and Tony and Warrington, who also won the grand prize. There's a bunch of stuff. 
that we were giving away with that. Each of those folks won Alistair Begg's new book, and then Tony picking up uh, Be Brave is the name of the book, uh, but and Tony picking up Be Brave and also a bunch of other resources, including 123 of Truth for Life's most requested sermons. So congratulations to all, and I bring that up partly to say, you know, congratulations, but also to remind you that we have something called the Rewards Club. It's our listener loyalty club, and it's not just for a select few. You can join it, and then one of the benefits is getting into all these different contests very quickly. For example, we're giving away $1,000 for Father's Day. We're giving away tickets to Sight and Sound's presentation of Esther, which runs through December 23rd, but we're giving away tickets this week. You can use them whenever you want. And a bunch of other things. Some prices are huge, some are small, some are in between. But you can enter all the different contests in kind of relatively quick fashion. So be encouraged to join the Rewards Club. It takes about a minute to do. You can do it in the contest and surveys page. And like all those other folks I just read off, and that's just a couple things we had going, you can win. Some folks win multiple times over the course of the year. So we welcome you to be part of that. It's part of the fun of having the radio station here. Thanks for listening in. Lord willing, we'll be back to do it again tomorrow. Have a wonderful night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.